It's your girl, Ty! And yes, I am back! When, for those of you that have forgotten, Ty stands for Together Individual Entertainment. Okay, so, I am sorry if I've not been around for the last three to four months almost, but um, I wanted to let you know that I am back and in the saddle to do my podcasting and stuff because now that my job at Kennywood Park in West Westmoreland is just down to weekends starting, well, of course, starting this week, I feel as if I need to get back into the podcasting, which I am. So let's start with something that I recently am noticing and also getting into, and I've also been noticing some other things in life. But basically, let's just start with the simplicity of what we are going on to do for now. So as you all know, back to school is coming back, and you're all kind of wondering how this is all going to work with all the stuff that's been going on the last year, maybe two, or whatever. Um, In my case, the school really needs to think about theme stories for English class. And in my case, since you are entering, like, for instance, your uh, son, daughter, or whoever, your child is now going into middle school or high school, and maybe it is time for English class to think about doing a book report about a legend, not just any legend, but the legend about Sleepy Hollow. I'm talking about the legend of the Headless Horseman for Halloween. I mean, that is something that everybody can get into and say or do or whatever. Um, Also, the other thing that you guys can do for theater class, now I remember doing this in high school. In theater class, we were given an assignment to perform something in the classroom, which could have been anything. It could be a dance, it could be a poem, it could be anything that you wanted to be. In theater class, well, let's just say you're expressing yourself in a big way. And in my case, it's practically like a absolute craziness that is happening. And speaking of craziness, let me tell you this. Alice in Wonderland is coming to Kennywood for Phantom Fright Nights, or in this case, called Phantom Fall Fest. And what I mean is, for the area that was not used in Steeler Country, they are going to be using that empty space for the Alice in Wonderland, or should I say Malice in Wonderland theme in Steeler Country at Kennywood Park for the Phantom Fall Fest. I guess you could say that because the games were not installed, the empty space is now going to be used as the haunting. And for what I also understand, Raging Rapids was not in use all season long. Yep, you heard me right. Raging Rapids is one of the rides on the, well, water rides at Kennywood that was supposed to be operating this season, but did not for all kinds of reasons. And, oh my god, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Um, anyways, basically, even though Raging Rapids was not used as a water ride this summer, it's still a good thing that it's going to be empty still, because what they use Raging Rapids for when it's empty is called the Voodoo Bayou. It's also one of the haunts that's even coming up. And, speaking of hauntings and monsters and stuff like that, get this, everyone, we finally have an official date for Nickelodeon's Monster High live-action movie, October 6th. That's right, you heard me. October 6th is the date of the ultimate Monster High live-action movie we have been waiting for. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. I am, for one, excited about this whole entire thing. And also, what has been waiting for so long as well is that we finally got something out of the archives that everybody had been talking 
talking about since the first thing on the internet after they even first seen this video or whatever they have been asking about it and asking where has it been wait I mean this is like crazy guys after 20 years of you know being in the, out of the 90s and stuff everyone hold on to your socks we finally have seen the pilot episode of the different version of Sailor Moon. That's right, we're talking about the live action Sailor Moon that goes from live action to cartoon, cartoon is back. And I will admit this, I like the original Sailor Moon, but I think I love this Sailor Moon even better because in the original Sailor Moon, all they ever did was stay in Tokyo and not really travel to different planets of the different princesses because I understand that they lost their memories and stuff. But in this uh, different version of Sailor Moon, it's diversity. It is filled with a person in a wheelchair. We have Asian American, African American. We're talking diversity equals people. Why did they stop making that kind of Sailor Moon when we know it was something that we needed? We needed show with diversity in it just like we have just seen uh the 25th anniversary reunion of cinderella which was with whitney houston brandy um whoopi goldberg uh, it was i mean that is crazy how sailor moon back in those days did not continue that kind of diversity show when it should have and yet we had a diversity show of cinderella 25 years ago and i think in this case this is what we need more than ever we need a show where there are going to be diversities open-minded that anybody can be anything and in this case i mean sure we have barbie dolls that said that but we did not have um an anime show that has wheelchair or um african-american or uh, I mean, we're talking like all kinds of different cultures and everything coming together as one. I mean, this is something that nobody would have actually thought about. And yet, we have a diversity of Cinderella from 1997. There was a diversity pilot that we finally got to see after 20 years of Sailor Moon. And we also, like, I mean, this is crazy. Absolutely crazy. So let me ask you something. Would you want to see more of the original Sailor Moon to what they were trying to bring, but they didn't? Because, like I said, in the original Japanese or whatever anime of Sailor Moon, we did not see a lot of diversity. We did not see a lot of um, different cultures or something coming together. We only saw that it's just practically the same place where they're finding evil. They're practically in the same routine over and over again. It, it, it's nothing like what we've seen before. And it's just unbelievable. I will admit that. But I will be honest. Things do change in due time. And things will happen. I mean, like I said before, we're expecting a lot of changes in this year during the fall and winter time. I will admit that. And for what I also understand, we are also going to experience, well, I guess you could say I'm going to experience something way new and out of my comfort zone that I never thought I would actually experience in my entire life. For the first time in my life, I'm going to be experiencing a big, huge, ginormous worldwide conference that is coming to Pittsburgh.
Pittsburgh for the first time in two years since the pandemic. And I am so nervous and yet I am so excited because this conference is going to include continents and countries from all over the world coming to Pittsburgh to see all types of museums from in the Pittsburgh area. And these are not just any continents and countries that is coming to the museums. These are science centers from all over the world that is going to experience Pittsburgh for the first time. And as I said in my past podcast, Pittsburgh has been known as the second Hollywood. And it's making me wonder if we have been chosen for a big legacy that's come to Pittsburgh. I mean, we've had so many people that is a Pittsburgh native. Musical, singer, dancer, oh my god, actor, Gene Kelly, who was in Singing in the Rain, American in Paris, The Pirate with Judy Garland, he is known as a legend in Pittsburgh, uh, Michael Keaton, who played Batman, um, the Hawk or whatever, he also played the enemy in the Dumbo, he was also in um, Batman Returns, and what I also hear, Michael Keaton is planning to come back as Batman somewhere in the new Flash movie in 2023 or something like that. I am so amazed by what this has happened by. I mean, Batman did return at the filming of Pittsburgh when Anne Hathaway played as Catwoman in Batman The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, and not only that, Matthew Broadwick also came in in the late 1990s, being Inspector Gadget, also filmed in Pittsburgh. We are talking a Pittsburgh legacy that is making headlines. And this is a big deal, everyone. This is a really big deal. The only thing that I am worried about is something going wrong on the first day of this conference. Why am I worried about the first day of the conference? Well, get this, everyone. The first day of the Worldwide Museum Conference is on, get this, September 11th. That's right, you heard me, September 11th, which makes me worried so badly because September 11th is supposed to be an anniversary of what we lost. And even though we were trying to gain equality and peace and everything on that day after what just happened in 2020. Uh, I guess you could say 2001 to what we have now, it's never going to be easy. In fact, for what I also understand, I, I for one, would like to see this conference have high security because it's on September 11th. And this worldwide conference can go, you know, downhill in less than a couple of hours or even late in the night. Because the thing is, when you are walking in a community at night, or in a city at night. You are always told to watch your surroundings and watch everything in particular. And I, for one, understand that pretty much. But the biggest problem is that you are going to have all these representatives of museums from all over the world coming into one city and it's on the anniversary of what was so devastation and what was so terrifying and everything that you're worried something would go wrong in just a click. I mean, I don't even know what I would do or what to think. I mean, we were learned uh, how to run, fight, and hide technique at the Science Center if something was to happen there. But the other technique is Alice. And I, for one, think we need a lot more training and experience because 
these are dignitaries that is coming to represent their country or continent and I would feel so guilty and terrified if something was to go wrong because we were not able to protect them. We were not able to be prepared. And I think this is just the tip of the iceberg in some way. I mean, if Pittsburgh's getting that much attention from just the whole entire world, I would hate to think what Pittsburgh might get from giant celebrities who might want to keep filming there, but yet they would feel as if it's a dangerous place if something goes wrong at this conference. I am really, like, excited, but I'm also terrified of what the last few months are going to be like in this year. I mean, it's going to be huge, but it's going to be absolutely crazy. Now, here's the other thing. Basically, I am planning to do a lot of events. Uh, you know, try to post pictures or a video or something of the event that I'm going to. Now, one thing that I am pretty excited about is Radical Days. And Radical Days is actually coming back again this year with a brand new perspective on things. Like, we have multiple days in different areas and different places. However, in my case, I wish it was a lot more multiple days on certain places that I wish I could volunteer or help out or go to or whatever. I know I can't. So, I'm just letting you know that Radical Days is certainly a great opportunity to do in Pittsburgh. And what are Radical Days? Well, here's your answer. Radical Days is basically free admission to different places on different days. And I'm happy to tell you that I will be going to a couple of them, which will be on September 12th, which will be at the Aviary. The Aviary is like the Bird Museum or something like that in the North Shore, where you get to see all types of different birds from all over, um, like condors and penguins and bald eagles and owls and little birds, uh, all types of small little things. I've already been to the Fisk Conservatory like so many times. I wish I could go there again, but unfortunately I can't because I'm going to another event uh, which is just for us team members or whatever at the Science Center who's volunteering there. So unfortunately it's not going to be all the time. And the other event that I'm going to, and unfortunately I can't uh, show a video of it. I'm sorry if I can't, but it's because the second event that I'm going to is going to be at the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra at Hind Hall in downtown. Every year I try to do this. I try to um, go to the free concert at Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra at Hines Hall and enjoy their classical music, their uh, classical sound. Trust me, their classical sound always makes me feel comfortable and happy and imaginative. It, it really is a magical moment where you are wondering if you need to find that relaxation moment, which you can, and it's it's a nice start. It is. It's a nice start. And I'm also, like, excited. Now, this is not a free event, but I also plan to go to the Asian Lantern Festival at the Pittsburgh Zoo for the very first time in my life. And one thing about that in the event is that I actually can get pictures of these giant, humongous lanterns that is shaped like many different things. Dinosaurs, animals, mammals, butterflies, all types of different things. And I am just 
Oh my God, I am just so excited just to see all that with my own eyes. I just cannot wait to do that. I mean, in some way, I, I will be honest. I would like to get a video of the Asian Lantern Festival at Pittsburgh Zoo, but I have been wanting to go to this for so long. I have been thinking about just doing pictures and I feel as if the pictures are just so amazement throughout the community and stuff. Now, here's the thing. I hope to do this again next year for the Asian Land Festival, and I can just report to you live on Facebook next year to do it. But as always, things are not always going to be what they are this year. I mean, it's going to be difficult, but we always have to make it work. Or we can always work it out or something. Just be proud of one thing, that you are sort of moving forward after two years of pandemic and I guess you could say that it's about time to move forward and getting out there a lot more than meets the eye um, but I wanted to let you know there are many kinds of opportunities out there that is you know that could be anywhere or anytime it doesn't matter where you live or it doesn't matter what kind of event it is just go out there and enjoy yourself and you know do what you have to and speaking of enjoying yourself I'm also employing teachers out there to start thinking about future field trip ideas because the future field trip ideas would be an experience of a lifetime to get your child going and stuff. I mean, it would also be kind of cool if your child would experience, I guess you could say like, if there's one thing that I remember most of all is that it was a pumpkin picking. And that was like the most exciting thing I ever did because every single time I went to the pumpkin patch during the fall, I would actually bring home a nice round pumpkin and me and my mom would carve it, we would empty it out, and we would put it, oh my god, it would be so fun to make a jack lantern out of it and stuff. I also remember when I went to the farm uh, that one year, the Triple B Farms in Elizabeth or whatever, I remember we had a staff person acting out the story of the woman who was not afraid of anything and it was so funny it was so funny and so entertaining i just i could not believe i was enjoying myself on that time i mean i was also enjoying field trips to the pnc park where we had a tour um i remember the science center oh and for those of you that will be uh visiting pittsburgh area sometime this year or next year or whatever i'm happy to report that now this is somewhat good and bad news I'm afraid because of the changes that's happening unfortunately the bad news the robot world at the Science Center is moving on going to another museum and um, it's not really gonna be uh, nearby it's gonna be at a different museum but from what I found out the robot world only lasts until maybe about six to seven years or more, I think. Anyways, um, the new exhibit that's coming to take over Robo World is Mars, the red planet. So you guys will actually get to experience what it's like to be on the planet Mars on the second floor. You'll get to experience a, a civilization. If it was aliens on there, you would actually feel like you're on the planet. You would actually be like part of the planet. Um, but this is really exciting in so many ways. And, um, so that's sort of like the good and bad 
news. Unfortunately, there's more bad news to the Science Center uh, and some more good news. So the good news is the basketball thing that they used to have on the second floor for Robo World is now going to be transported to the sports work area. That's where all the athletes and stuff and get into exercise mode. There's rock climbing. There's uh, the track thing. There's oh my god. There's so many athlete stuff that. I wish they could bring back the one thing that I enjoyed most. I enjoyed the balance beam when I was a kid. Um, however, uh, the bad news more about the Science Center is that the guitar exhibit. So, you guys have got to come down to Pittsburgh area sometime during the holiday season or on vacation time or something because um, the guitar exhibit is going to go into retirement after it leaves the guitar, well, after the Science Center on the North Shore. Um, the Carnegie Science Center has been honored with this privilege and so forth and so forth again. Uh, this is the second time being at the Science Center after a lot of years, but it's its last location. It's its last location, so I am imploring you to stop by the Pittsburgh area on the North Shore, go to the Carnegie Science Center, and see this guitar exhibit before it goes in retirement and stuff like that. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's difficult and stuff, but in my opinion, let's just say things don't really work out the way that they do. Other times they do. Um, and I will be honest with you, Earlier, I spoke about Malice and Wonderland uh, thing going on at Kennywood. In my opinion, I wish it didn't have to be like that because here's the thing. With a person who has autism like myself and finding out that, um, I think her name was Lewis Carroll or somebody, uh, she was the author of the original Alice in Wonderland through the Looking Glass story. Um, and she had autism, and I feel absolutely devastated to find out that Malice in Wonderland is coming to Phantom Fallback as a haunted attraction and stuff like that when Alice in Wonderland was written by an autistic person, and it's, you know, it makes me feel disgusted and disappointed and atrocious. It, it, it's absolutely a bad thing finding out about something like that and you wonder why I feel as if it's personal with me when it is. I mean, I, I feel as if it shouldn't be like that. And not only that, the reason they're also bringing in Malice in Wonderland during the Fan Fall Fest at um, Kennywood as a haunted attraction is because they wanted to keep it at Once Upon a Time theme uh, from our theme this past year for the uh, Fantasy Fall Fest or uh, yeah, uh, that's what we call it, Ball Fantasy, uh, with the marching bands of university, colleges, and um, high schools performing in this, and our theme this year was Once Upon a Time. We had fairy tales in the floats this past year, uh, such as um, Thumbelina, who was also written by an autistic person known as Hans Anderson. Um, they had Jack and the Beanstalk, Hansel and Gretel, Three Billy Goats Gruff, uh, Three Little Pigs, Little Red, um, they, they had a lot to put in this, uh, parade and stuff, and as always, Santa was at the end, but, like I said, I feel absolutely mortified and 
atrocious and disgusted and everything that they are bringing to this fan ball fest this year with, and I'm serious, I mean, I would not want to stick around or go to Kennywood at all during the night if it's, you know, representing Alice in Wonderland in the wrong direction or the wrong way when it was written by Lewis Carroll who had autism. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you want to, like, destroy a thing that is just so important to us personally? I mean, you made it a good thing during the fan the fall fantasy in Once Upon a Time float and stuff and theme like that, but then you decide to turn it the opposite and make Alice in Wonderland into a horror? I mean, really. Why would you do that? And here's the other thing, guys. For those of you that have edited uh, Disney photos or Disney pictures or whatever into Zombie Monster or whatever, you can go and uh, see Malice in Wonderland just to see what they look like or whatever and see if your wish or edited pictures or whatever came true. But in my opinion, I would not want to ever, and I mean ever, go to that area of Kennywood if it's too personal for somebody who has autism and you're making it feel like it's, you know, I mean, to me, it's absolutely a disgrace that you are making this story uh, a horrific haunting instead of a fairy tale for the ones that love Alice in Wonderland and want to keep it that way and want to represent and support those with autism and support the author who had autism as well. And like I said, it, it's, a, it's a disgusting way just to be this frank. I mean, come on. Why would you do that? Why would you want to destroy something that is so special to us and personal that you are trying to keep it in the same direction? If you want to do a fairy tale, how about you choose another fairy tale? Maybe like, um, I don't know, say Rapunzel or maybe, um, oh my, I don't know. Or choose one of the other flubs to be turned into horror, like Mo Red or Jack and the Beans. I mean, seriously, go with the other flubs. Don't go with somebody who had autism and brought us a good story. I mean, seriously, you are showing a disgrace and a, oh my gosh, I would never want to take anybody with autism and tell them that Alice in Wonderland was written by someone who had autism if they're turning that story into a horror or whatever. If it was me bringing somebody with autism and they want to see Malice in Wonderland and I was trying to explain to them that Lewis Carroll wrote the story Alice in Wonderland through the looking glass and the original story, I would want to keep it to myself. So that would be like, oh my gosh. But I'm telling you, what the changes are this year are definitely somewhat good, but yet also bad. I'm just letting you know, alright? So, um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know what's been up to and what I've been doing and all that other stuff. But hey, I'm counting on you guys to understand that this is just something that's my opinion, and I'm not saying it's yours, but this is just something I wanted to let you guys know about, okay? So, in the meantime, just accept the changes or try to move forward or... Uh, just, I don't know. But, hey, that's just my opinion, like I said. In the meantime, this is Ty saying, enjoy the rest of the year, everyone. Bye!